Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ambushed Podcast number seven. This is going to be a good one. It was uh, born out of a thought that was um, shared earlier today, and I thought it'd be worthwhile sharing. So here it is. This one's going to be called Commandment, Promise, or Reality. Commandment, promise, or reality. So there's a story in the scriptures where a number of religious people came together and they wanted to trip Jesus up. They wanted to surprise him with a question that they hoped would embarrass him, that they hoped was going to stump him, was going to make him look like a fool. And what's remarkable is their question was, what are the most important laws to follow? Which in Jewish culture, there's 613 different commandments or laws or good works that everyone is supposed to do. So how do you choose from the 613? So they were hoping to trip. Jesus up with this. But his response was brilliant because he just said, the greatest commandment is this, to love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might, and with all of your strength. And the second is this, to love your neighbor as yourself. And he stumped them. What happened is they ended up somewhat being embarrassed or somewhat being cornered by the brilliance of his answer because he distilled from all of the Old Testament, all of the prophets and all of the laws, what is the meaning behind it all? And on top of that, he didn't just give one. He said, and the second is this. And it's still was a good answer. But since then, we have had a hard time understanding some of these. This first one of love God and the second of loving your neighbor. So I'd like to give you three possible ways of understanding them. The first one, like I said before, is a commandment. It is, you better love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might and all of your mind. And you better love your neighbor. And I think a a fair number of us understand these commandments as commandments. But one of the fun things is learning how to play with the text a little bit and learn how to bring out multiple meanings to it that are all just as legitimate. The commandment interpretation makes sense. A lot of people get that. But let's go to the second. What if these two statements were promises that one day you will love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might, and all of your mind? That one day you will 
love your neighbor as yourself. That all of a sudden, it's almost as though these two commandments become prophecies in that sense. They, they look forward to a potential day when those will be lived out. In that sense, it's kind of hopeful. But let's get to the third, because I think this is an interesting way. What if these two statements, yes, they can be understood as commandments, yes, they can be understood as promises, but what if they are a reality, that they are describing each a truth? That listen, whatever your God is, you're going to love that with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might and all of your mind. That whatever your God is, you will love it in such a fashion. That you will be consumed on every level, either consciously or unconsciously, to love and adore that thing that warrants all of your energies. But then the second one is also kind of scary to think about. What if it's also describing reality? It's describing how things are. You love your neighbor as you do yourself. The way you treat your neighbor is on some level maybe also a reflection of how you relate to yourself. That if you're impatient with your neighbor, it shows and it shines a light on the possibility that you are impatient with yourself. That if you love your neighbor conditionally, then maybe this is exposing the fact that you and I love ourselves conditionally. I think one of the important things is learning to look at these texts, these scriptures, these writings that have inspired generation after generation to higher thinking, to higher modes of being, to higher just ways of living in this world. And we get stuck sometimes on the first interpretation, but there's something on the elemental level that's true about other interpretations as well. So when we hear these two commandments that Jesus gave, it's really remarkable because it's true that they are commandments. These are things that perhaps we ought to do. But you know what? They also are kind of promises of a reality that maybe one day will be fulfilled. But then the third is also true that maybe these commandments describe reality. 
that causes us to look at ourselves and think and wrestle and contemplate and discuss with one another. Am I loving the wrong God with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my might, with all my mind and all my strength? Is it my money that I'm putting everything into? Is it my reputation, my image, my titles? Are those things the gods that warrant all of my attention and energy. And you can know whether or not something is wrongfully taking up too much energy from you because, as Tim Keller says, your idol is whatever you react to. Losing it in an inordinately strange and gross way. For instance, if you were to lose your most favorite book, <laughs> you wouldn't go and burn down someone else's house. That shows that maybe you loved that thing too much because that's not quite on the same level as where it should be. But then also I think it's important to remember that when we look at some of these passages in scripture, we have to think to ourselves that there might be more than one way of interpreting some of these things. That on some level, we can't choose to look at these two greatest commandments and ask ourselves, is this a commandment? Is this a promise? Or is this describing reality? Because really it's all three of those things and possibly more. So that's all for now. Take it, take this and do what you will with it. Let it be something that you journal about or write about or think about throughout the rest of your day. And ask yourself, what interpretation do you prefer of these words? Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Because I think to live out those two things, that's where real spirituality happens. Real faith that actually counts for something. Real piety, real devotion that can actually help the world instead of hurting it. If it's done well. So I challenge you to think about these things and... I hope you have the grace and the strength and the ability and the humility to do them well. Grace and peace. Bye.